We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. They're going to kill the love of my life. If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. to disagree with you for entertainment purposes yeah. but i just can't yeah well it's like you have I, made too I good of a point hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the rotowire fantasy soccer podcast i am your host mike gottlieb and with me is andrew laird uh sorry let me introduce us in the uh order in the standings of the premier taga league division uh i am your host mike gottlieb and with me as always is andrew laird all right let, let me introduce us in the uh, rotowire division of the of taga here hold on uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Mike Gottlieb, and with me, as always, is Andrew Laird. Did you, get, did you get it? You've also beaten me on DraftKings like three or four weeks in a row. I know. but I know What's uh, going we, on? We, Some it, sort of bizarro let, let me, world we've entered me, into. Let, let me introduce us in the uh, in our uh, EFSA standings order. Uh, uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. With me is Andrew Laird, and I go. am Mike Gottlieb. Ugh. Ugh. End on the high note there, right? Yeah. I, um, I'm not even that high in EFSA, too. Oh, we're actually tied. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's not even... That was barely a compliment. You're, you're way ahead on points. Oh, am I? <clears throat> is it really that far? I don't think my so. Team, my team is does not score points in that league for some reason. Maybe um, because Billion hasn't started in a month. That could be it. That could be it. Um, that hurts. Yeah, that usually hurts. Um... Yeah, the the, uh, yeah, the like Taga stuff. I at least I'm I'm that guy who's like, well, I have more points than you. Um, but hey, I mean, we are one and two in that Taga league in the the uh, Taga Premier Division. So, yeah, we're doing and I happen right. to be first in our Rotowire division. Yeah, I'm uh I'm struggling in that one. I don't know what. What's you can't going on. win, but you can score points. Do I have the most points in that one too? 
I think you do. Oh I, Taga's page, the standings are all wonky right now. So. Uh, oh, no, it's back up. Looks like I'm second in points. Wow, who is... Is this Harry? I don't know who this is in second, who has almost 100 points more than me. But yeah, the... Uh, yeah, good Rotowire showing for the first uh, 14 weeks. Yeah, it's... Uh, I was joking with uh, John Wallen earlier today on Twitter that I'm a lot like Jamie Vardy in the top, in the Premier Division because uh, I'm a one-year wonder and I've scored points in 11 straight because oh, I have an 11-game winning streak. Wow, that's yep. right. You did start 0-3, didn't you? Wow, 11-game yes, winning streak. Yeah, well, it, it, in the three-game losing streak to start the season, it was I scored like 80 points, 90 points, 90 points, and yeah. lost all three times. So my team's actually just been really consistent. Hmm. Shock, really shockingly consistent. Yeah. Bravo, sir. Bravo. Uh, I, when I'm not burdened with choice, I tend to do better. Yeah, yeah. I uh, we've spoken <laughs> about that, and you're absolutely right. Yeah, I, yeah. You have, to, you have to save me from myself, but uh, we'll. Uh, I'll be. I'll be exposing myself later. That sounded whoa, terribly. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, yeah. Whoa. I, <laughs> in in terms of our DraftKings lineup, maybe I did that intentionally. Maybe I didn't. I'll mm. take it to the grave. All right. Uh, we have uh, game week 15 to talk about here. That holiday period is ever fast approaching, Andrew, and that also means that the shenanigans of the of the uh, window start to open mm. up. So I'll. I'll I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll touch on a couple of rumors that I've heard that I may think have some legs to them. Uh, we'll start off with the first matchup of Saturday morning, which is at 7.30 a.m. It is Watford taking on Everton over at Vicarage Road. Now, for Watford, there's really not much in the rumor mill, but for Everton, they're linked with everybody that Manchester doesn't want, as usual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we've heard like Memphis Depay, we've heard Juan Mata, we've heard a lot of people. Uh, we've also heard that Romelu Lukaku was very close to signing for another Premier League club over the summer. I yep. wonder which club that was. Uh, <laughs> but the rumor has it that the teams will be back in on Lukaku in January again. So yeah, I mean uh, that Everton reason. lineup. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is that Everton lineup may look a lot different come February. Yeah, I mean the. The Lukaku stuff isn't going to stop until he's gone. Like the I, anybody who thinks he's staying at Everton beyond even the summer is is just kidding themselves. But yeah, the loss of Yannick Bellassi for the season, uh, you know, he wasn't this like transcendent player who is going to like tank. You know, they're going to tank now without him. But he was kind of an important piece. And with Lukaku basically one foot out the door, like you know the. The two names that we saw from United were Memphis Depay and Morgan Schneiderlin. Uh, I'm not sure either. I mean, not certainly neither of them have the can make the impact that Lukaku has, but uh, theoretically, Depay should slot into to Balassi's spot pretty yeah. easily. I think Depay Depay makes some sense. I think Schneiderlin's the one that makes the most sense mm-hmm. because when you look at the central midfield, it, it's it's Gareth Barry and then a bunch of names. Yeah. And Gareth Barry is not young. <laughs> no. Uh, so. Yeah. They do kind of just move guys around like, um, Oh, I guess Mohamed Bezic has been out with a, he, I thought he tore his ACL earlier this summer, but he's apparently close to returning, which seems astonishingly fast, but uh, they oh, got Bezic was, Bezic it's not, and, a, it's not a season saver either. No, oh, certainly not. Yeah. Neither is James McCarthy or, uh, who was the other guy that they had from, uh, Oh, Tom Cleverly, like, <laughs> like you said, a bunch of names and Gareth Barry, who is basically just a name. Who's an, who's name. another Manchester and a Manchester reject as well. Right, right. So I mean, it's it's a weird time for Everton lineup wise, and for me, translating that into FPL, it's really just Romelu Lukaku, and that's it. And I'm not even sure if I would trust him in this one. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was talking to Chris Mozinski earlier this week when we were doing rankings and kind of trying to figure out who fills in uh, kind of fantasy opportunity-wise, not necessarily position-wise, for Balassi. And it was like, do we think it's Barkley? Barkley didn't even play last. Barkley's basically been dropped and and will have to fight for his spot. Like, Enter Valencia doesn't give you that a, a terrible amount of confidence, at least in, in the Premier League official game. So um, it gets kind of ugly. You're right, after Lukaku. Although, Bainesy back on penalties might change something right yeah i mean i put him back in one of my taga lineups i benched him last week so mm-hmm. that was a good idea <laughs> um but again too much choice uh, i made the wrong i really made the wrong decision yeah um but for I mean, it's i mean, in this matchup i'm glad that it's not part of the DraftKings slate that we choose from I, I really just have no interest in many of these players except for lukaku and that's 
for the price, I don't think it's good value here. Um, I didn't even look at the what what the price would have been. Um, but I don't know against Watford. It seems like that's a situation to take advantage of. I actually dropped Lukaku yeah, but... in FPL, um, knowing this match was coming up, but still had no interest in keeping him around just because uh, their next few fi- fixtures are pretty pretty ugly. So for me, it's all about you know Lukaku. He can do score goals by himself very rarely, but he needs service and he's who's going to give it to him. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess the thought is that it's either Morales or maybe De La Feu if he actually starts playing. It's kind of a weird situation with him that like they, they seem to really like him when they got him and then he's just kind of disappeared. But, um, well, he was a Roberto Martinez guy. Right. 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 Not yeah, really know. a Ronald, Ronald not, Koeman not guy. Not a Koeman guy. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, it's a, they've got <clears throat> that's a whole team of Romelu Lukaku and a bunch of names. So um, theoretically, they could they should cash in when when while they can. I mean, they can even in the summer. I don't think I don't think the price is going to go oh, sure, down. Sure, They're sure. still going to get like sixty million pounds. You know what yes. I mean? Like it's not going to be a. It, 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 unless Romelu Lukaku breaks his leg, I can't imagine anything really going that badly for him. Yep, I, I agree with that. Do you think right, he stays um, in England? Yeah, I think he goes to Chelsea. Oh, okay. Uh, I think he goes to Chelsea because everyone goes to Chelsea now, apparently. But um, if he goes anywhere in England, it would be to Chelsea, in my opinion. If he goes out elsewhere, I think it's PSG. You don't think Mourinho wants him back? No. Okay. Well, I'm sure he does, but I, 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 Lukaku has said before that if he goes back, if he goes anywhere, in um, he also yeah. wants to play in Champions League in Manchester United. Don't look like they're going to make the Champions League. Yeah. So, I, I mean, Chelsea would be the the England option, I believe, for him. Okay. But I think PSG will still be in play. Um, Real Madrid also possibly mm-hmm. will be in play because I think they're getting rid of Benzema soon. Yeah, I think they need somebody not like Lukaku. I agree, but that doesn't mean they still won't go for the cop. Yeah, that's fair. He is dynamic, and, he, and he'll get service on that team. Anyway. Would you rather um, – last last shenanigans bit, and then we can move on to some real stuff. Would you rather Lukaku or Griezmann for, for Chelsea? Which, for Chelsea. As a Chelsea supporter, which one do you want? Do I still have Diego Costa? Um, I don't know. The answer is dependent on that. If I do not have Diego Costa, I'd rather have Lukaku. If I did have Diego Costa, I'd rather have Griezmann. I'm sorry, say that again. If you have Lukaku, if I'm sorry, if you have Costa, you don't you want Griezmann? Correct. Okay. You don't think Griezmann Batshuayi works better than Batshuayi Lukaku? But, but oh, well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, I, I thought Dio Costa would still be there too. I think Dio Costa and Griezmann would be better than Lukaku and and Costa. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah, well, yeah, no, no, no. Then Lukaku and um, Batshuayi. Batshuayi. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> yes, I love the shenanigans. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Watford side. Uh, <laughs> Troy Deeney. No, um, he just hasn't been very good recently. Uh, it's it's too spread out for me, and that's and that and that and then it, it, we're going to say this a lot. You're burdened with choice there because there's too many there's too many options that have been scoring. Uh, I guess I guess. Would you take any Watford defensive options? I mean, Everton really haven't been that great attacking wise. Jan Mott potentially. Hmm. Ole Boss. Yeah. But, yeah, but I think Everton will have the ball more. Okay. Watford let in a lot of crosses, which means that they don't have the ball a lot. Yeah, but, so, but Everton don't have anybody that cross anymore. That's not true. They have two guys that can cross very well in Leighton Baines and Seamus mm, Coleman. No, they don't. No, neither of them cross that much. No, Seamus Coleman doesn't, but Leighton Baines, if you give him the space, he will cross it, and they will give him the space. Um, I'll put it this way. If you put, if you give me an over-under of five, I'll take the over on Leighton Baines' crosses this weekend, and I don't like Leighton Baines. You know I'm not a big fan of his. No, yeah, he's had um, more than three twice this season. I I don't care. He's playing Wofford. All right. Okay. You 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 would say under five? I I would yeah. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. F- do I do I get five? Because I think five is the actual number. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I'll we'll do um, four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, I'll take. Yeah, I'll the, take. The yeah, I'll take the over. On Leighton Baines specifically. Okay. All yeah. right. Which means that uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I guess I guess I'm just saying the last thing that I saw was great because uh, Leighton Baines scored a goal and it was so a that penalty, means though. Like, yeah, I know that, but that means Leighton Baines can do anything now. Yeah. But uh, it's significantly better opposition last week in Manchester United than Watford this week. All right. Let's get to the 10 o'clock slate where we actually will be choosing players for our DraftKings game. Uh, We have uh, Swansea City looking for their first win under Bob Bradley. No, no, no. no. Second win. Second win. That's right. uh, That's right. Second win. They scored five goals to get that first win. That's Uh, right. (laughs) looking, Looking for that second win against Sunderland. Swans, uh, well, speaking of Bob Bradley, the American owners recently came out and said that his job is safe. Uh, that means it is not. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep. That is exactly what that means. I mean, they have to get it right before the holiday period. They have to, or else he's going to be gone. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I that like I took from that was, I mean, you can't really change basically twice in two months, can you? Yeah, you can. I like that. Just seems like a sure, recipe. You have to understand, Swans are battling relegation. No, I know. Yeah. I, I get you, that. You do whatever you can to get to forty points, Ugh. and then you can figure it out from there. Hmm. Yeah, so you bring in a guy like Rafa, and oh wait, right, hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you have to remember, Sam Allardyce is available. Yeah. <sighs> he, he does not get sent down. Say what you will, he does not get sent down. Yeah. Just got Sunderland. He kept he kept them up, and that get, and that got him the England job for a month. For a month, yeah, poor guy. Um, yeah, I just um, it just seems so. I what was I watching? Um, Django oh, Unchained. No, I was watching the NBC Goal Zone from last week, where they basically it's Rebecca Lowe and the two Robbies. They go through every game and they do the manager press conferences, and they were essentially saying Musto was saying that you know if Bradley doesn't win basically this week or next week, like they need to make a change. And then they started talking about, uh, who were they talking about? Sunderland maybe, or I don't know who it was. And they were like, you gotta, you gotta be patient. You gotta make sure that what you're doing is right. And it's like, Whoa, how is this any different? Like you're literally 19 and 20 in the table and somehow they're vastly different situations, but yeah. Cause one is an American owner. One has an American manager and one doesn't, I can tell you what this situation is. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Either way, these are two teams that are facing similar fates right now, and that means really unentertaining soccer. That's usually what happens. When it's a relegation six-pointer, usually it becomes a two-point game. Yeah, but the the defenses are so bad. Like, this can't be scoreless. I'm not saying that it's scoreless. I just think that it'll be a very a very sloppy game. And I, I also think that it's just... A game that's going to be mostly played badly in the midfield. They might be a goal or two on either side, but nothing much. So you just think it's like 1-1, 2-1? Maximum 2-1. Wow. Wow. You have to, I, I, mean, this, I, I said this last week about Chelsea and Manchester City, but when, you're, when, you, when you cannot afford to lose, which neither of these two teams really can, uh, especially not to each other, they, you know, yeah. it, it would behoove them both to both get a point. Which means that I think both of them will get a point. Yeah, I, I see that. I guess maybe I'm just expecting it to be a higher scoring one point each, just because uh, Sunderland have been pretty good attacking wise, and Swansea have been so bad defensively, and they've shown that they can score when they absolutely have to once. But they absolutely have to now. Yeah, but I was saying they've only done it once. <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, five goals against Everton is pretty good. I, I, I mean, we we obviously love Gilpy Sigurdsson in this one, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm not, I, I mean, would you take the other options on this one? Would you take a Leroy Fair? Would you take a Borja Baston if he starts? Would you take no. Mo Barrow? No, just Sigurdsson. Just Sigurdsson. Would yeah. you? So, I'm assuming you have two, three players you like on Sunderland, and they're named Victor and Ichibi, Jermaine Defoe, and Patrick Van Anholt. Uh, I don't love Van Anholt, but I do like the other guys. All right. I can't and, believe how much I actually do like Victor and Ichibi. Yeah. I feel so bad for, I think, crapping on him earlier. You feel, you feel dirty. Anyway, it's a, it's a battle of two lackluster goalkeepers, but they have the potential to get saves against good opponents. Would you take Pickford or would you take Fabianski? 
I know I rated him this week. I think I was uh, highest on Fabianski. Yeah. Um, I I ranked Pickford. I did not rank Fabianski. I think I think a lot of us ranked both. Yeah, you were. Which goes to yeah. show that both that you know low scoring might be the option here. Mm-hmm. Chris actually didn't rank Pickford at all. Oh, well. Or Fabianski. He's expecting a barn burner. I guess I didn't see. I guess I only saw three people's rankings and not his. I think I think that is exactly that. And I think I filled out my rankings third out of the four of us. Yeah, could be. But yeah, I mean, I just uh, the, both sides are so poor defensively that they are. Yeah, they, they are. But again, these team these are teams that absolutely cannot hundred percent lose to each other. They have to. If can, one team can Swansea one, afford not to win? Like I would say, they have to win. Swansea, uh, yeah, Swan, uh, Swansea more than Sunderland have to win. I'll give, I'll give you that because yeah. they're two points behind them, and points are at a premium here for sure. But for both of them, one point gained is a huge point. Like everything down there, every point is precious down down there. Yeah, because when I you look at that, the teams but... that are next to them, you don't think West Ham's going to stay down there. You don't think Leicester are going to stay down there. West, West Ham might, but doubtful. They have too many good players. Yeah, Leicester, same thing. I mean Burnley. Are, I mean Burnley are three points ahead, and that's a team that you do think could stay down there. And then mm-hmm. Middlesbrough are four, are, are four points away from Sunderland. Yeah, it's not that, that far. Six like... points away. Yeah, I understand. But I mean, Burrow are not. I mean Burrow have a negative two goal differential. The teams we're talking about have closer to negative like ten and negative fifteen. Yeah. So I mean, it's Burrow are playing teams tough. The other two are not. Like you said, they're just terrible defensively. So they really can't afford to. Both teams can't afford to lose. They they both can afford a win, but I don't think either of them are going to go for it. Is really what I'm saying, and I've said it a few times now. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'll keep hammering the same point away, and you still will say no. And I think we don't need to repeat it. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. You disagree. You think it'll be offensive, and uh, we we name the three offensive options, and you don't like any others, correct? Uh, it. I'm really struggling to find like a Sunderland midfielder that I think justifies any sort of attention i think you could have stopped that sentence that you were struggling to find a sunderland midfielder yeah sorry yep okay uh burnley are at home against burn myth another game that features no offense mm. uh is tom heaton gonna be back uh sounds like he is m- more likely to play than not good because anyway i'll keep selecting him and <laughs> then switching to paul robinson if, if i don't uh, actually, Paul Robinson's one hundred dollars more expensive than Tom Heaton this week. Yeah, I think he, they kind of expected him to start. Yeah, well, whatever. Nuts to them. Uh, on the Burnmouth side, Cal- uh, man, what a game last week for them. Uh, coming all the way back against Liverpool. Yeah, but, that was crazy. Um, for me, I, for, I, I'm not. Gonna, no, I'm not taking whatever his name is. Joe, Fra- not Joe Frazier. Whatever his Ryan name. Frazier. Josh, <laughs> Josh Frazier. Ryan, Ryan Frazier. Ryan, Joe Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> the Burmouth bomber. Yeah. <laughs> the jokes just write themselves, Andrew. Uh, anyway, I, I, the only player I still t- I, I take three players away from Burmouth on a given week, and that's going to be whoever plays fullback on both sides, and Cal Molson. Yeah. I'm still not going Junior Stanislas. I'm just not. Uh, Stanislas got hurt last week, so it sounds yes, like he's he not going to play. Um, for any year further, I'm disappointed that there wasn't some horrible thriller and Manila pun from you about the Joe Frazier line. But um, you don't like Josh King? No. Yeah. <laughs> Just as much as I don't like uh, like like uh, Andre Gray or Goodmanson. Well, yeah, Goodmanson I think is still questionable. And um, Scott Arfield took corners last week. He took eight of them um, because I think Defor sat as well. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you would, the only reason I'm bringing our field up is like, theoretically, you would uh, consider the corner kick or free kick taker from the t- home team against Burnmouth, right? Regardless uh, of what his name was. No, no, I don't, I don't agree with the regardless of whatever his name is. Okay. Okay. Burnley are many things. Offensive is not one of them. Uh, they're, they're gritty. They're tough. Uh, they they do not push forward very much. That's not that is not that is not Dice's management style. That is not Burnley's playing style. Yeah, they are just it, sorry. It, it, not in the Premier League. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. 
I think they're better than that when they're at home, at least against yes, a side like Burnmouth. They get a little uptick for being at home, but I mean, Burnmouth also get a downtick for being on the road too. I mean, Burnmouth are much better at home, especially defensively, like right. I've said many times in the past. Yeah, but it's still Burnley, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's still Burnley. <laughs> I get it. All right. Let's get to a team that uh, that people will actually select a lot of players from. You're going to see a lot of Arsenal stack this week, probably in the 10 o'clock games. Uh, they are at home taking on Stoke, who have been playing better, to their credit. Stoke yep. have been playing a lot better. The Mama Juve on the right wing seems to be working out very nicely. Yeah. Um, I, I, this is our weekly check on, is Jordan Shakiri injured? Uh, no. He is not. No, he's not. Okay, good. Uh, he's just not doing it. He didn't do anything last week, which Nothing. is just rare when they score that many times. Yeah. But uh, Marco Anatovic, can he build on last week? Not not this week, no. no. Okay. I think this I is going to be like absurdly one-sided. Well, I mean, just like last week for Arsenal, which was absurdly one-sided. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, coming off of 5-1, they could they could put back, back-to-back back 5-1s and probably get the... They, I don't know if they lead in goal differential yet, but I mean, they saw though, they, they are too behind Chelsea in goal differential. So, you know, it's... I think they would... I, I think if Chelsea lose somehow, I think Arsenal will jump them in the table because I think they will do very well goal differential-wise this weekend. Uh, I agree. I agree. The only thing we have to look out for is that... Uh, everybody plays Tuesday and Wednesday. Most most play Wednesday, but uh, and Arsenal had Champions League this week, so theoretically we could see some squad rotation. But uh, Arsene Wenger has been riding Alexis Sanchez more than he has any other player that I can remember. Uh, even you know with a few injury scares, he still can, keeps playing him. So theoretically, he's gonna keep doing that. Lucas Perez had a hat trick this week. Um, against uh, Basel in that Champions League match, so I wonder if maybe he gets a start. But clearly, and it's Alex not Olivier Giroud. Chamberlain. Alex Oxley Chamberlain played well last yep. week, so yep. he can get, he can get another run out. Uh, it's it, they're healthy at the right time, except for Santi Gazzola. Yep, yep, and uh, you know I think they look fine for now. It's just a matter of there's clearly going to be some rotation during the holiday period. It's just a matter of whether it's going to start now or or he's just going to keep playing them. I kind of have always, I always gave Jose Mourinho credit for playing the guys that you want to play now instead of kind of saving them for later. That eventually helped them win the title two years ago and then ruined everything the season after. But just the whole, like, I'm going to save this guy for Tuesday. Uh, you know, I, I'm always in the just play them now and then rest them, you know, don't think too far ahead. Yeah, I, for the holiday period is my only exception to that. But yes, I mean these guys usually play, you know, like two, three times. They're, they're used to playing two times a week or right. three times in a week. So, I, but when it's the holiday period, when it's like four times in, yeah, in a week, like three six days, times, yeah. <laughs> and six times in two weeks or something like that. Yes, you, 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 you could definitely wrestle. Yep. All right. For Arsenal defensively, do you think Stoke are going to get anything by them? I mean, would no. you try to take? Would you take your chance on any of the defenders? I don't think it's a chance. I, yeah, I mean they're the by far the biggest favorite of the of the weekend. So, yeah, I think they're all viable options. Hector Bellerin is apparently uh, close to return. Like he may return this weekend. So, um, that's no good. Why is that no good? Oh, because a lot of people like Carl Jenkinson. Oh well, Jenkinson hasn't even been playing. They the last two games <laughs> they started Gabriel at right back, which obviously means they need Bellerin back as soon as possible. <laughs> I just no, I what I love what I absolutely loved is when I saw uh, like on uh, like the Premier League app so like goal by Gabriel Gabriel <laughs> like they don't do the one name the thing the one name yeah but I just thought that was funny hmm. <sighs> but yeah I think it's all Arsenal I wouldn't touch any Stoke put pl- pl- like I wouldn't even take Lee Grant in a five save five point per yeah, save league. yeah you 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 yeah you think you'll need five saves to counteract the five goals to get to zero i don't even think he'll make five saves yeah of course not but yeah. i'm just saying you would take you would have to get five saves just to get zero points is what you're saying uh on DraftKings, yeah FanDuel is, yes. is a little easier but fine you get five that. points instead of zero yeah which is not which is not a lot for goalkeepers no there. it's not all right let's go on to hull against crystal palace this is a game i will certainly skip but uh, you gotta love your Wilfred Sahas. You gotta love your Christian Bentekes here. Uh, 
basically I, I, I'm saying all palace just even though Hull plays better at of course we're going to say this all over the time uh, the Hull plays better at home but that's because Hull are just terrible on the road so by default they play better at home but I still think that Crystal Palace now that you know Alan Pardew has a little bit more comfort level because they're you know playing better they're going to have a chance to express themselves okay how so tattoos or just new boots <sighs> Yes. Exactly. Um, yeah. The, the maybe 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 the change kit. You know who knows. <laughs> the thing that jumped out at me was that um, Hull allow the most crosses. If they're not first, they're second uh, in the Premier League. Um, and Crystal Palace send in a ton, and they have a nice center forward who likes to have crosses delivered to him. So uh, I think plenty of people will be on Christian Benteke. Uh, Andrews Townsend's kind of in this weird spot where he hasn't been playing that much. He did start last week. Um, when they went back to the four two three one, so I don't know if he like if he starts, you know, he's got to get plenty of attention. Johan Kabai is coming back, which um, he actually took corners in the two games ago instead of Jason Punchin, which kind of threw threw like the the plan off a little bit just because Punchin had been taking them. Punchin actually uh, has the second most corners taken this season, um, but. You know, if Kabai doesn't start, uh, I think Punchin makes for a great play just because Hull are so bad overall. Um, Palace haven't been that great either, though. Uh, you know, they obviously are coming off a solid 3 nothing win over uh, Southampton, but they haven't been great. Does that make you think of Snodgrass at all? No. <laughs> I, I, only only if they get a penalty. Like just, just getting no. all free kicks. He had a pretty good free kick goal earlier this year, didn't he? Yeah, you're going back to like August. <laughs> yeah, you're Much going back a long. You're, you're going back a long way now, right? Yeah. So, I I'm I'm gonna just say no. Okay. Just it. it I love. I, you know, I, I used Robert Snodgrass far later into the year than you, much yes. to my detriment in that 11 game slide or whatever I did. <laughs> but. You know, when I got over that, that's when I started winning again. I'm still going to say no okay. thank you. He's had some decent cross numbers recently, and he's taken some shots. So, like, I wonder – I mean, he had a great game last week against Middlesbrough. Eight crosses, four tackles, only one shot, I guess. I don't know. It's like if you – you you can't think that Palace are going to shut out Hull on the road. Can you? I mean, Palace have I one clean sheet I all season. I think that. I know. I certainly can think that. I don't think. I don't. I agree with you. I don't think so. But yeah. I don't think it's like super far fetched. Okay. Like if 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 that if that comes back, you know, as a result that they they got their first clean sheet of the season, like I'm not going to be like taken back. Hmm. It would be yeah, second. I think. I think Mandanda. Second. Um, who do you think is more likely to score for Hull, Snodgrass or somebody from Palace? Snodgrass or somebody from Palace? Right. Meaning like an own goal or Snodgrass scores. Oh. Oh. Like I think I think Christian Benteke may have like a higher goal likelihood. Yes, he does. Um, no, I own goal or Snodgrass. I would say this. I'll give Scott Dan a higher probability to score a goal. Okay. Okay. Whether whether it's an own goal or for or right. <laughs> positive. Right. Okay. Okay. How's that? Yeah. Hull, that bold we'll, enough? Yeah, Hull's probably going to start Diamande up front because I think Bocani's still out and Abel Hernandez is still out. So that's, that's it's pretty those ugly. Are just a, pretty those ugly are just a bunch of names, man. Like, like those, those are not names that people are going to be like, oh, man, what a shame. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's no Victor and Ichibi love level for Adama Diamande. Only in Scrabble. Hmm. Uh, even still, vibes. no. Well, there's only some D's and N's, yeah, no, and M's, no, no. Even still, not. You know, he can't even get Scrabble right. Yeah. Diamande. No, you got to go to that Leicester game for Shinji Okazaki. <laughs> that is so good. That is so good. <laughs> <sighs> Who's next? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a better Scrabble name right no, now, you and can't. I'm coming up no, empty. You will never. No way. You have the two, two K's. You have a K. You two K's. 
and a Z. Yeah, the, and well, most obviously the Z. The Z. Yeah, yeah. And you, but oh man, it's mm-hmm. the J and the Z. Those, those are the killers right there. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a name with Q and Z, but failing. Oh, but speaking of Lester, let's do that now. Yeah. Shinji Okazaki and the rest <laughs> of Lester take on Manchester City. Um, no Sergio Aguero. Correct. No Otamendi. Yep. No uh, Fernandinho. No, no Fernandinho. No problem for Manchester City this week. It'll be Kalechi Iannaccio. It'll be who, whoever they want to put in midfield. I'm pretty sure Kevin De Bruyne will bounce back nicely against Leicester this week. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, they had a mostly uh, B-level squad for their Champions League match this week because it didn't even matter. So um, <clears throat> I think they started, yeah, Pablo Zabaleta started in defensive midfield to just prove how how B-squad it got. But um, yeah, I think it's a Yaya Torre game. It, it would appear all signs point to there. Yeah. Um, I mean, Gundogan and Yaya in the central of midfield, but I actually terms, don't think Gundogan plays because he played in that Champions League game, and 180 minutes in four days is not. not so in so then Fernando and yeah. Yaya yep. in the central of midfield. Yep. Man, that is that is that is just asking for a counterattack mm-hmm. goal. That mm-hmm. is just asking for a Jamie Vardy sprint down the middle of the park. Mm-hmm. Well rested, oh. Jamie Vardy, because <laughs> they didn't play this week. Either. They played 8, 12, 8, 11 guys I'd never even heard of. And your level of excitement makes me feel like I'm li- I'm just listing off all of the players that you've picked for DraftKings. Heavens no, I would never take Jamie Vardy in DraftKings. Heavens oh. no. That would just that would just that would be too bold. Anyway, so you know, on that note, on that subject, would you rather have Riyad Mahrez or De Bruyne in this game? De Bruyne. Oh, I mean, would you rather? I don't have, think there are any. I, hold on, I'm trying. I know you were going to answer it that way. I, I'm I'm trying to draw the line. Would you Would you rather have him or David Silva? If David Silva plays. Riyad Mahrez or Silva? Um, I would probably take Mahrez. Actually, I'm not a big David Silva guy. Okay. Well, uh, let's say if it's Nolito that starts. Nolito or Mares. Um Keep in mind that Nolito could start at center forward. Yeah, um, I think I'd still take Mares. I think De Bruyne's really the only... Ayanacho. Uh, I'll just keep going. Ayanacho or Riyad Mares. <sighs> Mares. So, you, so you really like Riyad Mares in this game, is what I'm hearing. I actually just don't really love the Man City options, um, other than De Bruyne. Oh no, I disagree with you. I mean, I'm not saying I that t- I don't think I, love, I, would, score, I would take but... Nolito. I would take Leroy Sané if he starts on the right-hand side. I, I would even consider Jesus Navas now in this matchup because Leicester have been poor defensively. That's putting it nicely. Yeah, not, uh, Navas is... He doesn't have to complete the cross. Yeah, he but but he'd have to send in like 20 of them to make, to make it worth it, and he just doesn't do that with Pep. They're just not crossing as much as, as they were last year, and so we're looking at... You know, the reason De Bruyne has so many crosses is because they win so many corners. And so... Um, and free kicks. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the the guys like Nolito and Sané, like, they, they, they get pretty goal-dependent. And it's not that, like, they can't score, but you're, you're ultimately figuring, trying to figure out which one of them scores. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like Liverpool, except they're not going to score as much as Liverpool, and they're not all going to be assisting each other yeah they're all assisting usually Kalechi and Nacho right <laughs> I get I totally get the Nacho call I just uh Mares seems at home I think Mares is is the better call than Iannaccio so you think Mares is the number two option in this game I, I basically you only you only think De Bruyne will do better um I think that's that's a realistic expectation yes yeah that's pretty good uh, considering that Mares has not been performing up to his expectations this season that's still pretty good um, yeah, I mean, he's still, I'm looking at his DraftKings game log. I mean, he's got double digit points in six straight games. Uh, yeah, but for his price, you have to get at least 10. Yeah, but you are. You know I mean? that, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I, you are getting well, it. Oh, well, I think for my, my point is if you want, no, you're just saying that's just the minimum to justify spending the price. If you want to get any kind of value out of it, you need like 15, 16, because he's going to be over 8,000 uh, or right around 8,000. Yeah, he's at 8,500. But I'm saying like, you're not, the, the expectation, I, I would rather pay that for Mares is guaranteed 12 points than to pay 
what would I have to pay for Nolito? Seven thousand? Six yeah, sixty nine hundred for a guaranteed three points with the possibility that it could be thirteen. Like I just uh the upside for Mares is higher than any of those guys as well. My uh, Yeah. I I I, I did not take Mares. I'm trying to disagree. I'm trying to disagree with you for entertainment purposes, yeah. but I just can't. Yeah. Well, it's like, you have I, made too I good of a point. I don't love Mares this week. I mean, it, it, I'm making it sound like he, he's like a top play of mine. I don't love him that much, but I, I'm not the, the, there's just so much uncertainty with the Man City guys after De Bruyne that um, I just, just the way I play, like I just prefer to have the guys who are a little safer. And I think he has just as much upside as anybody else, especially Fair since enough. he's on penalties. Fair enough. Let's get to let's get to the more interesting day of Premier League action, shall we? And that would be Sunday, and it starts off with uh, Chelsea, uh, top of the table, Chelsea uh, taking on West Brom over at Stamford Bridge, and um, this is this this is uh, is this seems like a banana skin. It's a trap, right? It's got to be a trap. It can't be this easy, right? Not at all. You kidding me? This is the the best attack in the Premier League coming in. Time to buck oh, up that's on the right. defensive side here. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Se- seventh place West Brom and their twenty goals over th- this season. Yes. Yeah, I think they've scored twenty in the last two games or something, isn't it? Four games. They're red hot, Mike. Red hot. It is a trap. You're absolutely right. Yeah. If if West Brom are red hot, that makes Chelsea white hot. It's a hotter <laughs> flame. Uh, that's because Chelsea now are top of the table and. Yeah. In a lot of categories right now, goal differential points, wins, just they they can't stop losing. They can't stop winning right now. And this is this this is going to be a classic Tony Pulis break us. I dare you to break us down because especially against Chelsea, who tried to counterattack. He's going to say, I don't care if you guys have the ball. Try us. Um, Yeah, I'm sure they will try and then Costa will score three on the counter. (laughs) No, the, you can't counter a Tony Pulis team. That's not possible. The the what we think of a Tony Pulis team is gone. This is now high you, you, flying you, you West think, Brom. You think that Tony Pulis has transformed the way he thinks about soccer? <laughs> uh, I think wins can do that. Like they are red hot. I, tell I me why you like. Tell me why you think West Brom are going to do something different than what Tony Pulis always does in terms of their personnel. I'd love to hear your how they're going to be offensively challenging Chelsea with this lineup. I want to see. I want to know from whom. Well, challenging is different than succeeding. I think they're just going to roll out exactly what they've been doing, which has resulted in eight goals in the last three games. So you think they're going to try to counter Chelsea, the ultimate counterattacking team? <laughs> Maybe. No, no, think... no. I'm asking you what you think. You can't, you can't maybe think it. Do um, you think that's what they're going to try to do? I think it's what they're going to try to do. And I think do they're going to get blasted. Six... No, yes. no. I think Chelsea kills them. All right. uh, For as so much I... as I am pumping up this West Brom attack, they scored four against Burnley and three against Watford. So, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Two at Leicester. Uh, yeah, that's been no, that, that's not an accomplishment this year either. Yeah. No, I think they get smashed. It's just a matter of who plays for Chelsea. Yeah, Nasser Chadley. It was close to returning last week. I think he got some game time, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't have him return this week, even if he was healthy. Hmm. Yeah, no, I. Uh, I'd stay away. I saw that Fabregas avoided a additional suspension because he was given a yellow, which I didn't even realize he got. Did you see that? Yes. So the re- what that means is the referee saw the incident, right. so they couldn't actually give him more of a penalty, right. or more of a sanction. Yeah. Which uh, the all important referee report ugh, is ridiculous. Um, but because he he did he did hit him in the face. Yeah, I finally saw it, and it was a, that was a very clear like slap in the face, um, which like totally set Fernandinho off. Like he wasn't he almost looked like he was being a peacemaker, and then all of a sudden the slap came, and it was like he just totally changed. But. Um, do you like Costa more than Hazard? No. And no. Hazard, I will always take the midfielder who has the chance to score and create. Over okay. the, the thing underrated Even Costa about, has more. Doesn't... I was just about to say the underrated about Costa this season is that he has four assists. 
Is or still only... five now. Yeah, I, that, I was to say, yeah, I think he has more. Yeah, I think he has five now because of last week. Um, he's yeah. been great on. He's been, he he's the reason why I'm in first place in the target premier target division. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You guys all laughed at me when I took Diego Costa in the third round and also or in the second round and then Batshuayi in the third yeah. round. Yeah, well, part of that was warranted. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's third. I got Chelsea striker like all all lined up. Yeah, he's third in the Premier League in assists. Diego Costa behind and his teammate, thing- no less. Yes, Nemanja Matic. Exactly. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, it's Matic, not even Hazard. That's right. In fact, does Hazard even have an assist this year? Nah, he just scores goals. But what I mean is he he creates chances is my point. Yeah, one assist. And I'm not sure he creates that many, does he? Oh, there he is. Uh, 27, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad, right? Costa's got 24. Diego Costa is like the best midfielder in the Premier League right now, fantasy wise. <laughs> the best midfielder slash forward in the league. Yeah, Kevin De Bruyne, Alexis, and Diego Costa. All right, all right, all right, all right. We we, we turned this into a Chelsea podcast. We did it again. again. I apologize. Yep, no West Brom players. All your Chelsea options. Let's move on. Por favor. Okay, Southampton, Middlesbrough. St. Mary's. That's what takes place at nine fifteen. Uh, at least one of the two games at nine fifteen on Sunday. Uh, this is the snoozer of the four games, in my opinion. And Southampton, uh, is Dusan Tadic finally going to breathe through his nose again? <laughs> he was on the bench for their Europa game today, so we're taping this Thursday. And so I would assume that he's he would be back. They crashed out of Europa today, actually. Playing against a Israeli team, I believe. Oh, uh, Hi- uh, Haifa? Uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm sorry. I don't want. I, I I didn't want to open that box. I really didn't. It's not important. I don't care about Europa. I think the teams that are in it don't care about it either. Uh, well, Southampton's no longer in it. So great. That's a good thing for yeah. them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, last week when they they showed a picture of Shane Long on the bench and he just looked so mopey eyed, like mm. oh, I could score goals for this team. Uh, but it's going to be Charlie Austin again, I'm assuming. And if basically what I want to see is I want to see Sofian Buffal. I want to see Dusan Tadic and I want to see uh, Charlie Austin in the middle of those two playing all together at the same time. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice because they're doing the four, three, three right now. So uh, if you had it up top, if you had it Buffal on one side, Dusan Tadic on the other side in the middle, Charlie Austin, I think that would be extraordinarily dangerous as a threesome. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that, that's the plan. It's just a matter then, of getting everybody that, fit. Yeah, and then Burrow have basically a lesser version of that with Gaston Ramirez, <laughs> <laughs> Gaston Ramirez, Adam Atreyu, maybe, maybe, and Alvaro Negredo. Ugh. Uh, at least they are not Ugh. starting Stuart Downing anymore. I think that's a plus. That, but yeah, yeah, the uh, the only thing worse would be if they had Adam Johnson somehow. I used to get Adam Johnson and Stuart Downing confused all the time. Now they're they're very different human beings. Yes, they are very different. Yes, there's one key difference. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Um, Yeah, the Southampton haven't really been that great of late. Um, Ever since Dusan Tadish broke his nose. Yeah, so I wonder. I mean, if he doesn't start, uh, I would. I may consider somebody like Triore or. um, Uh, Adam Triore doesn't cross enough. You wouldn't consider him. Um, he was crossing actually uh, a little bit. Um, not a ton, I guess. I'm trying to not enough. I'm saying not enough. He does a little bit, but not he enough. Had an eight cross game against Chelsea, five against Leicester. I mean, that's that's pretty good for a guy like that for Middlesbrough. Like the Borough game against Chelsea was weird. Like they they played so well. Borough did uh, against Chelsea. It was it, it was. It was a little. I don't want to say it was unlucky that they lost that game, but the result the result was indicative of the play. Like it was close the entire way through. Yeah. So it wasn't like a one nil. It should have been three or four for Chelsea because they just couldn't score. That was <laughs> not the case. It was a very. It was a well played game by Burrow in that yeah. one. No, I, I, I think uh, I would consider Triore on this slate because you'll need somebody cheaper. Yeah, you'll need a cheaper option. I get yeah. that. And you won't really find that many that you like in the other games. Exactly. But yeah, yeah, that's fair. No, that's fair. Um, I would, Fabio's yeah. been pretty good too, actually. I was just about. 
you just took it right out of my mouth. I yeah. said if you, I was gonna I was gonna say if you wanted a cheaper option, I would actually go to the defense in this one yeah. and take Fabio. Yeah. But you beat me to it, buddy. Well, uh, best of the, they don't call him the best in the business for nothing. Uh, but well, let's go to the you, you don't call me that at least. Yeah, this whole day. Well, I mean, thank you. Know, you yes, exactly. It, it, come on, the reason why we're FSWA nominated for podcast of the year last year it wasn't because of me. Hmm. I gave, I give, I give little to no information of note. I just provide the color and the comedy. Hmm. They just announced the uh, that the nominations are open now, and they failed to add a soccer category this year, which is really disappointing and short-sighted by the FSWA if I should say so myself but we would still love to be nominated for yes, podcast of the year yeah, we won't yes, submit that... this one <laughs> we'll just beep this out just one really long one sensor. really long one yeah yeah man Mike just went that escalated quickly yeah I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I guess he really didn't like Adama Traore jeez yeah gosh <laughs> man he's really passionate about Fabio <laughs> and we weren't even talking about the soccer player uh okay manchester united at home against tottenham big uh, one jose marie yes the big one <laughs> i don't know for who though uh it's it, it, i mean it's it's all a bunch of it, i mean it's it, the manchester united the the the, the shine has worn completely off mm, europa league uh, all-stars here uh, speaking of whom mkhitaryan has been looking great in europa mm-hmm. why can't he play why aren't they he played last week yeah, I know, um, but what, like, I think I think he's good now. Okay, like we we, we 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 like let's say if I wanted to put a lineup in now and not change it, Mkhitaryan would be a safe person to put on. <sighs> yeah, that's what I thought. Well, anyway. it's more it's more that he played last weekend. He played today, and like that's a lot for a guy that theoretically just got you know, fit. Five minutes ago, you said oh, kudos to Jose Mourinho because he just plays the guys who he wants now. He doesn't no, worry about. It. You're right. You're right. You're right. <sighs> I think that's Mick why he Terry. plays a lot on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my god. Which takes Laton or Harry Kane? That's going to be what everyone's talking about anyway. It's the two strikers going up against each other. Um. Um. You know my answer. Divacarigi. No. Um. It's it's always Laton. It's always that. Well, is, it's not that always Laton. Correct. No. 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 That is the correct answer. If Zlatan is on the pitch and Harry Kane is on the pitch, advantage Zlatan oh, oh, every time. I, I, I don't know. I'm saying I don't care if it's Sweden versus England. No, I'm I, still taking Zlatan. Yeah, and I know he retired from international play. So. <laughs> I thought you meant Zlatan versus anybody else. There's okay. very few. That's what there's I mean. It is few. few. It's few. There's a precious few in the world. Not just there's only one. I think forward wise, I would take over him. And now it has to be two because Diego Costa has been that good. Who's the one other than Costa? Sergio Aguero. Oh, okay, okay. That's the only I'm, other. Uh, one. I'm looking at our rankings here, and both of us ranked Kane ahead of Ibrahimovic. That's embarrassing. I can't believe I did that. Chris did not. Pitner did too. I'm actually mine. Can I change my rankings post facto? Because I'm, I'm a little embarrassed. I remember. I, I can't believe I did that. Um, I remember uh, when I was doing these, and it was more of a, I didn't trust United as much as I, like it was more of a United sway than it was a. Yeah. Here's the here's the, even though I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say this strongly because because like, obviously I ranked Kane ahead of Zlatan. Barely though. Yeah, I know, but. For, the only advantage is that Kane has had the service that Zlatan it does not. Yeah, Christian Eriksen's been playing very well. Son has been scoring. Uh, Deli Alley's been playing better of late. Uh, even Musa Sissoko did something last week off the bench. Yeah. But it's I, 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 the Tottenham midfield has been performing so much better than the uh, Manchester United midfield. But Manchester United brings on a player. He single-handedly loses them the game. Marijuana Fellaini. Oh, Fellaini. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty – he's pretty bad. But uh, the – I don't know. I just – they were close for me. I mean, you ranked them 4-5. I ranked them 6-7. So it's not like we were, like, drastically thinking. But um, I don't know. I, now that we're talking about it, I think I do like Kane a little more. I mean, he's on penalties, and um, God knows what United are going to roll out defensively. So is Laton. Is he? Yes. 
Uh, yeah, I guess he did have a penalty, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I guess I'm more convinced that Spurs would would win one because I think Alderweil is going to be back, and they were significantly better defensively when Alderweil was there yeah. with Vertonghen. Well, you, so. yeah. I don't know. You have to, I'm just trying to rank the strikers. For, I, I just Zlatan can always do something wholly unbelievable. Harry Kane cannot. Yes. Yep. But I, but way, I think I think that's it, the problem, though. Either way, I think what's that's your... what he has to do to, to score exactly. for this team. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree with you. As of as of recently, unless Paul Pogba does something amazing and Slotson happens to be on the other end of it. You're right. Yes. You're right. Um, yeah. What's your final score prediction in this one? This is the only one I'm really interested in to hear what final score predictions are. One one. <laughs> nice and boring. Yeah. Uh, I think no, that's exactly think... how this game is. It's exactly no, what I... Jose Mourinho does in these games, Mike. Yeah, I know. You think I don't know that? <laughs> I, I, you people, know that, you think, and yet you're not going to answer that. Uh, yeah, you all, you're right, because I'm going even less. I'm going 1-0. Oh, 1-0. Okay. I'm going 1-0, and I'm still debating on who gets the one. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. Yeah. I'm going to say Zlatan, okay. <laughs> just because I want to. Okay. Uh, no, I'm, I, just the home team, I'll take a 1-0 Manchester United game here. Okay. A real scrappy affair. Yeah. Maybe, may, actually, you know what? There might even be a, 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 like a, like nine yellow cards in this issued in this game. Mm. Some real chippiness, especially for, you know, like the boosted uh, Dembele's of the world. Mm. Oh, I over under on when he gets higher. his yellow card. <laughs> I'm thinking like 42nd minute over under. No, they'll play. Who, Dembele? No, yeah, Dembele. Oh, when, Dembele he get, yeah. When, when does he get his yellow card in this game? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it as like chippy as you do. I do. I think this game. I think Jose Mourinho Mourinho will instruct his players to make this game real chippy, like physical and break the play up. You know, and and don't and don't let them get in a in a flow offensively because they're going to press Manchester United and it's really going to be up to the likes of Phil Jones and Ander Herrera or whoever is going to be playing in the central midfield and defense to link up. And actually get the ball forward. Do you like Erickson or Pogba? <sighs> Erickson, because <laughs> he takes corners. So. Erickson. Yeah. All right. Both have equal chances of scoring because Pogba just hasn't scored enough. And as of late, Christian Erickson is shooting, which is rare. Yeah. He's shooting um, a ton. But, yeah. yeah uh, only uh, as of like the last two weeks. Yeah. But. That's not that's not usually his game, but if he adds that, if he adds like the high shooting volume, yeah, I'd like Christian Eriksen on a landslide. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I really love what Paul Pogba does all over the pitch, though. But I, I'm still uh, going to take I'm still going to take Eriksen. I was doing some some Taga research earlier today, and I noted on Twitter that only five players have created more chances than Pogba in the last five games, and. He has won 18 aerial duels over that span, and nobody ahead of him has more than four. He does a lot. Yeah. But the creating <sighs> chances, I feel like, is that can turn into assists. They're supposed yeah. to. <laughs> well, a team that'll take a, uh, create a lot of chances and turn them into assists and also goals will be Liverpool, mm-hmm. who, uh, who <laughs> let's be honest, they're a, little, they're a little embarrassed after last week. But West Ham come to town, and that's the perfect defense to play when you're feeling a little bit embarrassed. For sure. Uh, the, uh, instead of putting up four and uh, – sorry, instead of putting up three and losing four or three, uh, they may put up five and win five three. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I ranked Divock Origi third last week, yeah. which thank God he scored. I have him second this week. Am I a little <laughs> too high on Divock Origi? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it it... – <laughs> Uh, it, it's all a matter of like you know whether if between, after you get like after Dio Costa right now because he's so in form, mm. you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna be like a, just real personal preference to me. Diego Costa because, and a lot of names. Well, it's not a lot of <laughs> it's not a lot of names. That's a little too that uh, that's too swinging in the other uh, swinging the pendulum in the other direction. But all of these guys you can make a very strong case for. Well, I really like Origi. Um, Firmino was a no, giant dude. bust last week, um, but I think he bounces back fine. Like I think, 
I still think he's like the best option from this game. Um, Firmino? Yeah. Uh, no, Sadio Mane. You, you, you're not going to convince me it's not Sadio Mane ever. Um, I think Mane might have like the, um, I was going to say it might have like better goal upside, but, um, I'm not even sure that's, I don't, I don't, I'm Sadio, not sure I agree with that. Sadio either. Mane does all the things that West Ham cannot stand. I mean, West Ham can't stand anything, so. That's my point. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> anybody they roll out there will be fine, but, um, I still think Firmino does, creates enough and, and is involved that way that, um, that'll pay off. Although, I mean, obviously Mane, can Mane score two games in a row? I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. Uh, it's for me, it's all a matter of, again, it's the same question with Liverpool. How, how what percentage of it, it, the stacking Liverpool is tough because you, ha, you're basically saying it has to be midfielders at this point, except for Origi and too many of them get assists. So you have to kind of, uh, you have to kind of pick and choose like you were talking about before. So if you want to stack, it's going to be difficult. So if you pick one, you have a good chance of at least getting some share of the points, right? Yeah, I think, uh, well, Firmino is actually a forward on FanDuel. So you'd have to, you wouldn't take Firmino and Origi. Um, but I, yeah, I think Origi and Mane and probably Henderson is the right FanDuel stack at least. Um, well, I also, uh, James Milner would do very nicely here too. Uh, or is he actually listed as a defender in FanDuel? No, he's a midfielder on FanDuel, but I think he's more valuable on DraftKings. He doesn't do enough elsewhere. Yeah, um, fair enough. Speaking of aerial duels, um, when I was looking at those stats, uh, Nathaniel Klein has zero aerials won in the last five games. Does Kieran Trippier have one? Which he might. Um, but like of anybody who has played uh, more than two games within the last five game weeks... He has. He's the only one with zero aerials. The only defender with zero aerials won, and James Milner has one. <laughs> Yet another reason why Kieran Trippier would be greater than Nathaniel Klein if they were both on Liverpool. Um, that's ridiculous. If we're really not, aerials won, it's not. <laughs> that's not. It's not ridiculous. Well, I mean, yes, the way I just framed it is ridiculous, yeah. but the actual argument itself is not. You're. <laughs> Not. I, people must think that like you're Karen Trippier's agent for how highly you hold him in high how high how high of a regard. Excuse me. <laughs> you're you're so startled you can't even. Speak. I, it is. I have no. I can't even. Yeah. All right. Let's get to DraftKings now because we're, we're we're running out of show. Yes. All right. Let's have you start now. Uh, I've been on a little bit of a streak, so let's have you start. This yeah. Um, let's break I've, up the momentum, shall we? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, I paid four grand for Ron Robert Zeiler at home against Man City, hoping that the Thanks. lack of Aguero and hopefully some rotation means more of the shots are not going in the net and are instead going in his hands. Um, I have Simon Francis at 4,300, um, which the, that one's more of a wait and see if Daniels comes back because if Daniels is back, then Francis moves back inside. But, um, and my other one is 3,700 for, uh, Bakary Sanya, who I don't love either. Um, but it was kind of, I needed a, I needed a defender in that range and there was just a lot of junk. So I went with a guy who may do something, but I mean, theoretically I could do any other center back. That was my throwaway spot. So I threw it away to Sanya. Yeah, uh, so I have Tom Heaton. No surprise there. Mm -hmm. uh, 4,300 for Tom Heaton. Uh, Ron Robert Zyler was actually going to be my backup in case Heaton didn't play because I have $0. Or sorry, that's not true. I have $500 left. Mm. Never mind. Paul Robinson will be my backup. <laughs> uh, I have Simone Francis as well because mm. I think he'll be playing out wide at 4,300. I can't remember. Is the French one the fullback or is the French one yes, the center? Yes, the French one's the fullback okay, and sorry. the English is the center back. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Simon Francis, I have no interest in. Okay. Simone, Simone Francis, yeah, you're all in. I'm all over it. Oui, oui. Uh, I also have Adam Smith at 5,100. So I have oh. all defense. I have all defense in that game, Burnley and Burnmouth. 51, wow. Um, wow. If Bellerin starts, do you switch to him? Bingo. Okay. I was, you, you, you hit it right on the head. It was really more a matter of I'm waiting for the Hector Bellerin news. Uh, and I could even switch to Nacho Monreal if I want to. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It would be Hector Bellerin or it would be Adam Smith. 
And if Simon Francis moves back inside, what I might do is I might, or if, if Charlie Daniels starts, I was gonna I'll say, draw get, back yeah, you could do Daniels. Charlie Daniels yep. and move and move move off of Simon Francis and do yep. something different there. Yep. But anyway, it, it gives me flexibility having 5100 at the defender spot. To be yep. honest, yep. It gives me flexibility. All right, I'll start with my midfielders. I have one, two, three total. Mm-hmm. Aforementioned, I think we're both going to have him, Gilfie Sigurdsson, at 8,800. Mm-hmm. The value is there. It's that simple. Uh, Wilfred Zaha, we also talked about. I have at 7,800, Crystal Palace going to Hull. I think that's going to be a, a nice matchup for, for Zaha. Mm-hmm. And I have, this is my throwaway spot, Leroy Fair, and only because Sunderland is that bad defensively. Yeah. Um, they are 59, that bad 59. defensively, and that is a throwaway. Um Yes, I have Sigurdsson. Um, I have Andros Townsend if he starts because um, the whole crossing numbers are just too much to ignore. Yeah, if, s- if he similar, th- similar theory so far. You took Palace midfielder and you took Gilby Sigurdsson. Yeah. Yep. Um, and right now I have 5,100 to previously mention Scott Arfield. Um, oh, God, I should have known. That's how kind of I feel about it, unfortunately. I think this whole lineup is going to be junked by the time I see lineups, but... Um, Arfield's my placeholder right now. And then my two forwards are Alexis Sanchez and Victor Anichibi. I have half of that. Okay. I took Victor Anichibi oh. and Kalechi Ianacho. Yeah, I think 7200. Yeah, I mean Ianacho, I, I think there's there'll be a ton of people on Ianacho. Um and I'm kind of just going with the hope that he can't score every single game he plays. <laughs> Well, Lester is not the defense to me that will make that stand. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, the only problem I have, not the only problem, but like Ianacho's not, actually, I guess he took five shots against Celtic. I was going to say he doesn't take like a ton of shots, but. Um, I don't need I don't need to take a ton. I need to put in a couple. That's yeah, all. Right. Yeah. And against Lester, I think he'll have plenty of chances. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I get it. All right. And uh, we have now officially run out of show, so we will say goodbye on this episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For Andrew, I have been Mike. We will catch you next week when Andrew finally stops the streak that is me on DraftKings. I'll still be ahead of him, though, in Taga, no matter what. And that's all that's important, right? Why? No, I'm only I'm only one game back. This is I can easily take you this week. Do we I even play each other? Myself. I don't even know. I have, we, I have I jinxed myself. I've officially jinxed myself in the in the Taga Premier Division. <laughs> and we'll see how much. We'll see if that's actually true. Come next week when we catch you next time on the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Good luck, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com/soccer. They're going to kill the love of my life Daisy! if I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.